How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Monday Night. Welcome to the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. And welcome to episode 105 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you guys so much for joining us live on Facebook, live on YouTube. And if you're listening after the fact on the audio podcast, thanks for listening while you drive down the road or work out whatever it is you do while you listen to your favorite audio podcast. Thank you very much for making us a part of that. And as I mentioned, we always come to you live from the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. And let's talk once again about the brand new package box designs for the popular Undercrown lines. These new boxes will roll out for all Undercrown lines, including Undercrown Shade, Undercrown Sungrown, and the original Undercrown Maduro. Finally, and most importantly, all these classic Undercrown blends will remain unchanged. A decade ago, the staff at the Drew Estate Factory realized they had to reduce their consumption of Liga Pravada Number no. 9 cigars in order to keep up with consumer demand. These hardworking men, men and women in Esteli then created their own signature cigar to enjoy, constructed with many of the same rare tobaccos found in Liga Pravada. The grassroots Undercrown cigar brand debuted, followed by Undercrown Shade and then the Undercrown Sungrown. For more info, please visit DrewEstate.com. So, Garrett, mm. episode 105. 105 episodes. It's insane. It's amazing. So... This week, uh, as always, guys, we talk a little bit kind of current events, mostly surrounding our favorite sports teams. The Twins are starting off pretty good. Yeah. Um, dropped uh, dropped the opener uh, in a, you know, <laughs> uh, a uh, extra innings loss. But uh, Barrios, Barrios had a killer game. Game two, Barrios gets out there. And actually, that was a great pitching duel. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the pitcher from Milwaukee. But it was a huge pitching duel. Yep. Uh, and you know, the, I think they run. each made it six and two thirds. Yeah. And pitched phenomenal games. Almost a no hitter. Yeah. So two nothing, and then, uh, so we'll see how it goes. And then the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> I don't understand this. So I'm not. We're not like the biggest hockey guys in the world, but we we love the Minnesota Wild, and it doesn't make sense how they beat the better teams and they lose to the the not so better teams. We're still stuck in third place in the division. We beat, you know, we, we lose to the avalanche and then we beat Colorado. And now we're playing the avalanche live right now. I don't even know what the score is, but it was years last they just looked, can't but... seem to decide who they want to be. And I, I can't, no, we'll go and beat, you know, uh, we'll go and beat Las Vegas. Uh, which is a good team. Yeah. Really good team. Yeah. And then we'll go to Alabama, who doesn't have a team. <laughs> Alabama. Yeah. Then we lose to and Alabama. Lose to Alabama. And they, they, yeah, like Garrett said, they don't have a team. So I don't know. It's, you know, it's all good. <laughs> uh, football news the Jets and the Panthers made a very weird trade <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to anybody. I don't On think. On either side of the ball, yeah. for me, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You, uh, I don't know. I don't get it. We'll see how it goes. But, I think uh, I think although both teams I think made a horrible trade I think the Jets got the slightly better end of it. They got a ton of picks. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but it's the Jets, so Jets fans don't get excited. It's yeah. the Jets. Um, so sorry, not sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Um, so guys, to episode one hundred and five, we have some great special guests coming on the show right now, and as always, we know that special guests of How About That Cigar Live are brought to you by. 
Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, the Internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers you the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars containing Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borshowitz, believed it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona Cigar locations in downtown Orlando, Sand Lake, Lake Mary, and also the Davidoff of Geneva Lounge in Tampa. For more info on all of that, please visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, if you would please put your hands together and welcome to episode 105 of How About That Cigar Live from Amendola Family Cigar Company, Jeffrey Amendola and Chris Monaco. Guys, welcome to How About That Cigar Live. Hey, what's going on, guys? Nice to be here with you guys. We are uh, we're having a beautiful night here in Minnesota. We talked a little bit before we went live. It's we're having mm. warm temps in Minnesota in April, which is kind of unheard of. So we're love loving having the big doors open and all the airflow and and not worrying about you know freezing our asses off out here. That's right. It's a, you it's guys a good. Are, you guys are in the Carolinas. How's the weather out yeah. there? I was going to say today is seventy five, seventy eight. Yeah, it was nice. The last today. couple of days been like that. Yeah. So Jeffrey, you're coming to us from North Carolina, and yep. Chris, you're in South Carolina. That is correct. Awesome. Uh, can you let us know what you are smoking and drinking this evening? I'm, I'm smoking a Matoro, Amadola Matoro, out of our core line from uh, out of coming out of Agonorsa factory, and I'm drinking a little Woodford, Woodford Reserve Double Oak. You know, Double nice. Oak. Nice, beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeffrey, how about you? Yeah, I'm doing the uh, the Naturale. It's a Nicaraguan Havano wrapper, also made at the Aganorsa factory. Um, this is one of my favorite cigars that we make. And I am pairing it right now with uh, Elijah Craig small batch bourbon. Very nice. Yeah. And it's uh, delicious. Matt and I um, didn't plan this, but I am smoking <laughs> yeah, the Maduro. <laughs> and and I got the natural. I've got the uh, uh, Nicaraguan rum, Florida Kanya, twelve year. Mm. It's going there very go. nice. Cigar. Good. And a good, that's a good uh, pairing. Actually, is the the alcoholic of the group? I am. I've got my bubbly water <laughs> and this uh, new groovy stout, which is okay. a fantastic non-alcoholic beer that oh, I really yeah so so and i'm one of those Groovy. i'm one of those guys i love i love thick dark beers like stouts and porters and it's hard to find na stouts and porters that are worth a damn and that groovy is actually really good so good it's really wow. good and, and there's no alcohol at all in it yeah zero percent this yeah. one is zero like where odules has like point yeah, it's what like point four or something. Yeah. I'm sure that's yeah. gonna pair well with this though, because that's a that's a heavier dark, like it's it's got it's a little sweetness Good. to it, but it's chocolatey, it's very dark chocolatey, it's full and roasted. So that that style would probably go very well with that. Love Let us it. know how it tastes, bud. I, I will, man. One yeah, as we go along, yet, we'll so. yeah, exactly. We'll check in and... with, with scotch and whiskey. So let me know what you think. Absolutely. All right. So, you know, let's get into it. Let's get into the origin story. Um, 
I was able to do some homework on you guys. He yeah. was, I was not. So that's sorry, guys. I was <laughs> fourteen-hour days at my day job have been killing me lately. Oof. So Garrett is the man that 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 put this show together. Absolutely. So Jeffrey, let's start with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 2010 comes around and you fall in love with premium cigars. Yeah. How does that happen? Well, I, I started to fall in love with it actually a little earlier than that, but I fell in love with it more on the level of. I wanted this to be like my lifestyle thing, you know, it was a hobby that was definitely turned into a lifestyle. Um, but I was in the police academy. I, I moved to Durham, North Carolina in 2000, around 2010. And uh, I was in the police academy at the time. And I, that's when I really started smoking on a regular basis. Like every weekend turned into every couple nights. And um, it, it was my, it was my therapy, man. It was, I, yeah, I had to do it. It was my thing. It became my thing. I fell in love with it more than ever before at that time. Awesome. And uh, Chris, if I'm not mistaken, around the same time, you got into cigars. Yeah, that's when I really like, I joined the lounge. I was there every day. I was smoking two, three, four cigars a day. I started really getting into the different brands and you know, uh, trying to develop my palate and um, get into the whole community side and aspect of it. And uh, I just fell in love with it immediately. Um, at the time of my life, I, I was going through a lot of changes. Uh, my lifestyle was changing a lot. Um, you know, I'd just gotten married. I, my, my wife at, at the time, girlfriend, was pregnant. Um, I just got out of the band. Um, so I was, I was kind of searching uh, for something to kind of be a part of and, and kind of uh you know take up that time that i was doing you know take since the changes in my life were going on kind of you know fill those voids and, and that gap with uh something to do and it became cigars and i the same thing I, I just fell in love with it immediately so that's beautiful just gravitated toward it yeah well it's a great community to you know to uh to fill those voids i think yeah you know for me when i've had those times the cigar community has been just a beautiful community for love, support, oh, yeah. and all of that jazz. Absolutely. Yeah. So I used to uh, say, I mean, some of the guys back in the lounge, man, I mean, we were like family. I mean, no joke. Yeah. I mean, I would talk it's weird how that happens. More, more than I would talk to some, some of my family because we would see each right? other every day. You know, I would catch, you know, and, 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 and I always say it's the greatest equalizer. I mean, that's what I, turned me on to it too was that, you know, I got in there and I'm sitting there and I'm talking to the detective of my town, the mayor, but I'm also talking to steam fitters. And, you know, I'm a blue collar guy. I was an elevator escalator mechanic for the city. So, you know, I talked to plumbers. I talked to electricians. I, you know, so it was like you just had so many different people from all different aspects and walks of life yep. come together. And as soon as you sit down. You know, I'm sitting down with a lawyer who makes 300000 you know, half a million dollars a year, and I'm a city worker, you know, like, and we're talking like like normal, you know, where on the yeah. street, he probably would have never talked to me. I probably would have never talked to him, you know, so, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that's, yeah, that's you know what I, things. What it's I so about unique with. about the cigar, the cigar culture. Yeah. yeah, I actually just realized, I think we might, Chris and I probably t- talked about this before, but I just realized I'm looking at my circle of people that I associate with. <laughs> and I just realized that I only associate with other people that smoke cigars because when I want to go out or do something, it all always 
involves a cigar. Yeah. So like if you were to come in, you'd probably feel out of place. Yeah, you like the night's saying? planned around it. I mean, I said yeah, that yeah. when me and Jeff met, that's why like it's weird that like that's why we clicked because you know I finally found somebody that is into this shit as much as I am and without thinking I'm a weirdo. Because I mean, my wife will tell you my whole day is like revolves around my smoking times. I'm like, nope, <laughs> you know, I gotta have my morning cigar, it's a thing. Yellow, yeah, my coffee, it's a thing. then I do what I gotta do, then I have my uh, afternoon cigar. You gotta give me my hour and a half. Like, so you know. If it's you're funny. not used to that and you're not into cigars, you know, that might be off-putting to some people, you know? Yeah. Oh, so sure. you got to be, you know, like, it, it's definitely a lot easier with like-minded yeah. people, you know? So. All right. And Jeffrey, uh, for those who don't know who Odelma Matos is, can you tell us who she is and how you became a student? Yeah, she was, she's, uh, you know, she's a great mentor of mine. Um, still friends to this day. But Odelma Matos, she's a Cuban cigar roller used to worked in cuba for a long time um she has a factory in ybor city in tampa i don't know how long she's been there but it's got to be i met her in 2011 2012. she's she, she been there for a while but um i met her when i had this crazy idea to learn how to make my own cigars you know and, and start a brand and um I went to Ybor City on a whim. I never knew anything about the place other than after a little research and digging. Ybor is the cigar capital of the U.S. at one time. It's mm -hmm. diminished, but it's still prevalent. Yeah. And one of the first stores, I, I, I walked past a bunch of them, factories, cigar shops, but uh, I walked past a dumb shop called La Farona. She was in the window rolling cigars. And I'm like, oh, that's that's the, that's the what I got to, that's who I got to talk to, you know? And I... <laughs> Yeah, I went in there, and her family took me in. They treated me like family, made me a Cuban coffee, smoked cigars. And then I was able to tell her, I, I saw that they had all these um, rolling tables in the back. Like, there was about four, four, six rows of two. And I asked her, I'm like, do you guys have that many rollers, or what's going on? And she's like, oh, we actually put those tables in. We wanted to start potentially training people. To either work for them, you know, to build their their brand down there or whatever. And I said, look, I know this sounds crazy. I have a little event, cigar event business. I set up cigar bars. But I really feel like I'm capable of making my own cigar, and I would love to learn. And uh, they thought that was the greatest thing. She, they, they were so uh, – she was so honored to, like, you know, that I, I thought of her to do that for me. And, um, yeah, we ended up picked two weeks – at a later date, I went back and uh, she gave me complete control, one-on-one -on -one tutorage of prepping tobacco, blending tobacco, and actually rolling cigars. And that, she's been my one of my mentors ever since. Nice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's amazing. Great lady. And Great lady. Uh, Chris, so early on in your cigar experience, you started hunting unicorns. He still does. Little bit. So that's going to be part of my question. What were some of those? What was? What were some of those unicorns that you landed? And what are some of the unicorns still out there in the wild? Uh, well, to be honest with you, uh, I've cut down a little bit on doing that. <laughs> now that I'm in the business, so that's changed things a little bit. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would search. You know, I got some stuff in there from literally probably 2000 and 
12, 11, uh, Old Fuentes. Uh, I have, you know, Steve Saka unicorns. I got Daniel Marshall gold, you know, nice. the gold cigar. I got two or three of those from 2011. Um, you know, I got a lot of crap in there, man. I can't even, I mean, my, my favorite, I'm not a big Fuente guy. That's I, I like more Nicaraguan tobacco. That's just my flavor palette. Um, but you know, one of my favorite, there is a Fuente that, you know, I had to buy a box of one of the unicorns is, uh, that forbidden, forbidden, uh, X 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like my favorite, uh, Fuente, but you know, all the Padrones, I, I'm a big Padron guy. Um, listen, you know, I say this all the time, you know, the, the cigar industry, the, the market, you know, it's got so much good. There's so many good sticks on the market, great brands. Um, you know, we, we, our goal, uh, right now, uh, at least is to, we, we just want to be part of the conversation when you, you know, part of your rotation, we're not expecting people to smoke an Amandola every day, three times a day, everything they smoke. I mean, that'd be nice too. I'm okay with that too, but, but you can, you know, don't be discouraged. If, if you're a real cigar smoker, you know, you smoke, you know, you smoke, you should be smoking, you know, a lot of different things. There's a lot of good tobacco out there. So, you know, uh, I'd be lying to sit here and say all I smoke is Amendola's. I mean, obviously, that's a majority of what I smoke on a daily basis. Um, mm-hmm. But I break out, you know, all different types of crap. Uh, Jeffy knows. Well, sometimes I'll pull stuff out of my ass and be like, how the hell, where'd you get that from? I never <laughs> sitting even around heard for like five, stuff. six, you know, so... Um, <laughs> But you know, I got, I got, I got some, I got some, uh, I got some things. I got some things. <laughs> I like awesome. that. I, I got some things. I got. Some I love things. it. <laughs> so. All right. So you guys, uh, two New York kids who you know have have moved on from New York, but mm. it was just two years ago. So you weren't friends growing up. You didn't know each other, and no. it was just a couple of years ago that you were introduced to each other. Uh, kind of walk us through that, how that beginning relationship was like and what it's like today. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey, go ahead. Uh, I'll give my prelim and then Chris could take it when I, I, so we have a mutual friend, Yanni. He's, um, he's actually, we have called him the mouth, Yanni, the mouth. <laughs> uh, he's actually involved with the vintage, a brand new salon in Charlotte just opened up awesome spot called the vintage anyway um i was doing an event out in charlotte and yanni was actually helping me because some of the events i needed you know would bring someone else while i'm rolling cigars they're there anyway during the event he was like man you gotta i'm gonna call my my buddy chris he's got a nice little man cave maybe we could go there afterwards and smoke if we want to have some downtime he's from new york you gotta meet him you're both italian um be like cut from the same cloth type of thing. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'd love to meet him. I'm here. I'm, I'm already here. Let's, let's hang out. If he's down, you know, it's nine to 10 o'clock at night. And um, he's like, yeah, he's thinking about getting in the, in the business in some way. And I'm like, look, man, I'd love to meet the guy. I always want to meet fellow New Yorker, fellow Paisan and smoke <laughs> cigars and have some drinks. I'm all about it. So then, yeah, he brought me over. Chris was like, yeah, come through. He brought me over. Um, we sit up till five o'clock in the morning. Hit it off. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So that's of, our initial first of many. <laughs> yeah, that was our initial meet, and we just clicked, man. We were boys, boys from the start, man. We just had this this 
is common. I don't know. I felt like I knew him all my life. Yeah. You know? So. And then, and then from there, Chris, uh, take us through from, you know, that, that early time to today and how you guys work together. Well, when we first met, you know, as Jeff said, it was kind of more like we were boys. I, I respected the fact, uh, you know, that he had enough balls to, to jump in the game feet first. Um, I like the fact that he, he was doing something different, uh, the whole Italian theme. That was definitely something, obviously, I can get behind. Um, and, uh, you know, in the beginning, it was more of like, a, honestly, you know, in the beginning, it was more of like, a, I just wanted to help him out kind of thing, you know, as far as like, yo, we're boys. I like to smoke. I got some connects to some bigger accounts that I think that I'd be able to help get you into. Let's see how it goes. You know, it wasn't about money or sand. It was it really wasn't anything having to do with that. It was just like, yo, man, I dig your brand. You're a cool dude. You, you know, we're, we've developed a relationship real quickly. You know, um, I want to see what I could do for you and see where it goes. Now, you know, that, so that was like the first year we met in 2019 where, you know, um, I was buying products at our own cost, out of my own pocket, just to get samplers to send out to me. He thought I was nuts. He was like, you're out of here. I'm like, why are you doing this, bro? (laughs) (laughs) You know? know? And he felt bad. He was like, I feel bad, bro. Like, you're trying to, like, sell product for me. You're not getting paid. You're spending money out of your own pocket to buy our cigars at cost just so you could send them to people for free. Like, you know, he thought I was crazy. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I said, Spets. You are a little crazy. You are a little crazy. Is a method to my my madness pal watch and see and you know after time it grew, it grew up just a little bit just a little bit it's, it's our secret bro uh you know so over time you know after the first year we started getting some of these bigger accounts you know i ended up getting us into bravada i ended up getting us into jr into atlantic cigar company um i told him i said listen man i know you're looking for a partner you know jeff's problem was in the beginning like when we first spoke he was back and forth on the partner thing because he had some bad experiences in the past. So yeah. he was a little yeah. like, you know, twice bitten, you know, once bitten, twice shy. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he was a little cautious before he jumped back in bed uh, with a partner because the last time he did that wasn't, it didn't end well. Um, you know, so it took the first year, year and a half where I told him, I said, listen, let me do what I got to do. Don't worry about it. I'll show you what I can do. And then we'll go from there. And then after about, like I said, after we got those big accounts, we were just clicking on all cylinders. Just we, we just, we were on the same page with everything, man, like about how we want, what direction we wanted to go in, how we should do things. Um, you know, once that started happening, I said, listen, man, I'm looking to get into this business at some point anyway. I'm already helping this brand get established. Uh, we work very, very well together. You know, why would I go off now after I've been doing this for a year and a half and start my own thing, you know, or like we, we, we make a great team. We're stronger together. Let's just let's just partner up 50 50 and we'll do the damn thing. And, and uh, you know, I think at that point he was like, shit, like you did everything you said you were going to do. And like he told me straight out, he was like, you know how many people I've met that said that, man? And like they just it never panned out to anything, you know, um, I think so. I think me putting my money where my mouth is, uh, doing the things, you know, I, I was raised like that. You know, you say, you do what you say and you say what you do, you know, when you tell someone yeah. you're going to do something, you do it, you know, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, it not happens a, sometimes, but you always try your best and, and you go balls that's, to the wall. That's what integrity means. That's the definition yeah. of integrity. So, mm-hmm. but so, I, yeah. on a deeper level though, we formed this relationship and it was, it was 
complete trust. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We had each other's back. Like he had he he believes in this as much as I do, and that that's huge. And saw the same vision. We had the, the same. It wasn't like we're not yeah, trying we to outshine each and, other or look. And, and, you do what you're good at. Let me do what I'm good at. Let's put it together and take over. Yeah. Boom. And 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 that was that was that was the thing too. I mean, I I, I you know, um, in the beginning, you know, which is understandable by anybody. You know, this was Jeff's baby. So he started building the foundation. I got to the point where, you know, I, I you know, I, I say this all the time. You know, he started building the, the bottom of the foundation. I helped finish the foundation, and now we're building the house together. I say that all the time because that's yeah. really the best it's metaphor. A great analogy. It's a great analogy. Yeah, that's the best way I could, I could, I could put it. Um, you know, he, he, I think off of the first year, he realized that I was like, you know, no shit kind of no BS kind of guy, you know, like if I said something, you could take it to the bank. So yeah. I think with that being said, after that, he didn't, he just let me run, man. He, he, he was like, not worried about, he get, you know, he, he understood that he had to give up the reins on certain things a little bit. And, you know, he, he was, he was really good about it. You know, he was like, yeah. listen, you know, I came up with ideas where, you know, he he was very open to like, yo, that's a great idea. We should use it. Like, I don't care if it was your idea, my idea, it doesn't matter. Like, that's a great idea. And he was he was open to that. Like, where you know, a lot of people like would be, you know, it'd be, it's hard to give that up. And I understand that. Um, but I think yeah. he knew that we were stronger together, and that he, you know, with me owning part of his brand, that I was gonna have to have a little input too. And and my, you know, ideas. And and he was open to that. And I'm I'm blessed that you know. I had a partner that that trusted in in some of the, the visions and some of the ideas and the direction to take this brand. Uh, trusted in that, um, I think it benefited both of us. I think he realizes that, and um, you know, it so far uh, it's been going really well, man. I mean, me and Jeff yeah. have a great working relationship, but we, not only that, you know, that's the thing. You know, we have a great personal relationship. You know, our 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 kids hang out. Our we we go on family vacations together. You know, we're not. It's not just all about business. But you know, yeah. I think at the end of the day, he knows that my number one priority always is this company, and him, him, us, our partnership, our partnership in this brand, and yeah. uh, you know, nothing ever will come between that. So, and I think he knows that, and I know I know that about him too. And I think that's what makes yeah. it. So, so Jeff, Jeffrey, I got to jump in and ask you about this ink right here. Yeah. Let me oh, no, Yeah. Let me see that. That's, Ooh. I mean, that's, that's all in kind of move see. right there. Yeah. You know, why I did that. No plan B, no plan, no B. plan B <laughs> <laughs> to remind myself. This is it. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, it came yeah. out clean, man. That, yeah. that is really clean. That's good work. Yeah. yeah. I wear it with a badge of honor. Oh yeah. So when you guys met, uh, Jeffrey, were you already like have? Did you already have some cigars uh, blended, made? You already had kind of a core line idea. Yeah, when did that happened. Yeah, so I had a retail shop for a while, a retail shop and lounge and factory actually, for a while up until about 2016. Then it was just a lounge, and uh, Amendola's birth there really as a brand out of that shop. Local wholesale accounts. We had blends being made at that time, uh, 2017, 18, into early 19. 
or 19 at um, Cafe Factory in Honduras. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we had a, we had a product that was out there. Um, I, when I got out of the retails, I, I was really just spending that time networking, doing events, knocking on doors, just trying to, you know, introduce the brand as like, hey, we're we're here. Like we're we're not a retail shop anymore. It's actually a brand we're trying to spin. So we did have some cigars, and that's what when Chris and I met. You know, I brought cigars over that night, and I think I gave him a box or half a box or whatever. And that's how I got started with with him going out too, to take that product and present it to other retail accounts that connects he had. So yeah, that we we were it was in the growing like he said the foundation of growing and blending and having product and an image was there. Um, I just knew that one I couldn't do this by myself. A lot of moving parts going on, um, and. That, and I also knew that, and we talked about this, that eventually, well, this happened later on, but we, we were at a point where we wanted to work with different factories and create new blends. Awesome. When, when, we, when, we, when we decided to really, like, when I really sat down and we really talked and, and you know, we, we really got to the thick of things like, you know, let's talk business, you know, what direction you want to go in. And that's part of the thing that, you know, what I mean, like what Jeff was very open, you know, I made some suggestions like, you know, I think we should maybe, we, we want to put a, a better quality product to compete out there. And, he and a look, in, a better image. And a look, a better image. You know, I, we were talking, you know, I'm like, I, yeah, bands, boxes. I told him like, dude, this, we got to change this. We got to put the names on here. We got to put the name cannoli on the cannoli, name it a Padrino on, like the look, the, the banding, the boxing, just the whole, we, we, Basically, we what we when we partnered up, it was like basically Amendola 2.0 because everything changed. I mean, it was pretty much, you know, our you know the core, you know, our core, the logo and all that, the same brand, but it was a new brand. It was a brand that you know developed into something totally different. Um, yeah. You know, and, and once we partnered up, you know, like you know. I had some ideas. He had some ideas. We came together and we just like, listen, these are changes that we need to make. You know, me coming in and investing financially, I'm like, listen, to feel comfortable, you know, if my name's going to be on this too, we, we need to make some changes. And he was okay with that. And he was on board with that. Uh, I, uh, I, and that's what I've know? been wanting and, and I, to. It's like and, those things that well, it's like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I needed somebody like him to kind of be like, all right, well, let's just do it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. Well, and one of the things that we we love talking to brand owners about is is factory relationships because that's such an important integral part of any brand is Sorry. you can have different, you know, you can have blends made here, blends made there and things like that, but it's um it, it can become a real key aspect to any any brand. So what what went into your decision, you know, when when you started really digging into things and rebranding and all that to to make the decisions for, you know, like, like Aganorsa for these blends and other factories for other blends and things like that. What, what, what went into those decisions? So a couple things. Um, the first one was towards the end of 2019, Chris was doing a deal with Pravada Cigar Company and they wanted our cannoli cigar, a big order. And I didn't feel, actually, I knew 
we weren't going to be able to do it in Honduras. It just wasn't going to happen. I knew it. We just wasn't going to happen. So we had to start outsourcing. And um, our distributor at the time, that was the main reason that wh- how we got uh, working with Espinosa and La Zona, because our distributor at the time had a relationship with Eric and knew where we were at, knew we had to do this deal and make the production, and they took it on. So that was the first thing. And um, in the back of our minds, we were still thinking, all right, look, we'll do a cannoli line here with Lazona, keep our core line with with Kathy and Honduras. But, you know, there, there's some other things that, that went on. I mean, you know, Chris and I are very blunt with this and honest. We weren't satisfied with our with the product coming in. It wasn't yeah. what it originally was or should be. And we're trying to make the it work. The consistency, the consistency, yeah, some of orders, you know, not coming the right amounts, the right quantities, packaged the right way. And it was just something yeah. moving forward with all the money invested and the time. And it had to change. You can't have that problem. You know, that's a, you can't have that as a new brand. You know, we're and this is right when Chris and I officially partnered up as business partners. So we're ready to take this to the next level. We yeah. need to have a solid product that we don't have to worry about. You know what I'm saying? So and it was crazy, man, because, you know, I mean, everything happens for a reason. It's weird. I, I know that sounds cliche kind of, but everything happens for a reason. People get placed in your life for a reason relationships, friendships, whatever it is, you know, we're talking, I call a mutual friend, Brian with Illusione. Actually, I don't even think I called him. I think he just called me and was like, you guys need a new factory. Yep. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, then I'm, and then I'm in the background, <laughs> I'm in the background telling him, Jeffy, get us to into Agonor. Cause I, you know, I love Agonor. So I was, yeah. you know, when I, when I found out that we were going to be able to work with Aganorsa. I told Jeff, I said, I felt like the, the guy that just got drafted out of college by your favorite team when you were a kid. Like, you know, like I'm a big Yankees fan. Like, that's like if I got drafted out of, out of college to go play for the Yankees. Like, that's yeah. how it felt. I'm like, we're going to get work, get to work with Aganorsa, which, in my and, opinion, is some of the best tobacco in the, in the market. I mean, just the way I they agree. do things, everything sourced from their farms, majority of it, everything's in house. They have their finger on the pulse of all aspects. From seed to plant, such a great the, reputation you know, and integrity. Um, yeah, them. and they're and they're great to work with. Terrence, uh, big shout out to him too. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's 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 just one of the most pro- professional people in this business that I've met thus far. Uh, same kind kind of kind of thing. Uh, you know, when when you know he says something's gonna get done or it gets it's gonna get done, like you could take his word to the bank. And yeah. I like dealing with people like that. I don't like people who blow sunshine up my ass. I'd rather you tell me the truth uh, and let me just deal with the problem so I can fix it. Yeah, figure it blowing, out. Yeah. yeah, instead of you blowing sunshine up my ass. The and then problem doesn't get fixed. And then the problem doesn't get fixed. It becomes worse. So, yeah. um, But I, you know, I say you know, I say that the the how everything kind of just fell into place. I mean, yeah. Eric took on the cannoli and then some other things. Agonorsa, Brian, you know, Brian Matoli said, call. Terrence, call Terrence. Two weeks later, we're testing blends, and I'm like, "This is crazy," <laughs> you know. And and then what else is cool about it was even working with Eric now. Uh, we're doing a lot in Lazona, um, but he's also having two of our blends now being produced at out of AJ's factory too, just with some tobacco that we weren't able to get. And 
you know, he, he oversees that project for us. So all of a sudden, we're we went from not being satisfied to working out of two, three of, in my opinion, some of the best factories on the market, right? Mm -hmm. That are making yeah. some of the best cigars. Yeah. So I feel blessed for that. We're gonna break from the cigar story for just a, for just a minute. We'll come back. But Jeffrey, we know that you're a proud Italian. It's all over your product. Uh, and outside of creating great cigars, you love to also create great Italian food. I do. Uh, so why doesn't do. pineapple belong on pizza? I'm gonna pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm, pretend uh, that never came out of your mouth because I liked oh you God. up I'm, until five seconds ago. I'm about to punch my co-host in the face. There's certain things you just don't do. <laughs> Putting pineapple on a pizza is just one of those things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I'm also I'm I'm a purist. I feel like if if somebody created something so awesome, like what the Italians in Naples did with a basic pizza with tomatoes, cheese. And basil, why why change that? Yeah, and why put pineapple on it? I don't yeah. get it. I'll eat pineapple on its own in the bowl. Is that the perfect pie for you? Tomato, yeah, for me, matzo, fresh matzo, mm -hmm. and basil, moots, 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 <laughs> matzo. He says, mozzarella. How about you, Chris? What's your perfect pie? My perfect pie. Well, it's funny because I'm. I, I mean, whenever we go up to New York. There's this little spot, Giovanni's, right on a oh, yeah. Grand Concourse on 181st Street, right near Yankee Stadium. Um, I used to go there for lunch all the time and all the guys in there. Um, but that's that's pretty much my favorite slice too. Is the old? It's like the grandma slice, pretty much, where it's just mozzarella, simple, you know, fresh basil, little garlic, uh, garlic and olive oil. Oh yeah, I, I like that. And I'm good, man. I mean, but I mean, I'm a little bit more, you know, I will have, you know, like a. What is it? Like my wife will get the chicken bacon ranch or something every once in a while. I'll I can't do it. Like I can't. <laughs> really, bro? You do that? Every once in a while I will. Every you once in a ranch while. ranch on it. But oh. it, it, listen, when, when I want something that's going to fill tomorrow. me up in like one slice real quick, you know, with some pizza or, you know, especially if you got the hangover that day and you want something real greasy <laughs> and like, you know, yeah. I, I can do it. Now, I can't go nuts with the whole like it gets a little crazy. Like you're talking like California pizza kitchen style, like with yeah, pineapples yeah. and figs and all that other nonsense. I, I mean, that's a little <laughs> overboard for me, you know, but I'll do, I could do meat on a pizza. I do, I do like, but... you know, pepperoni, mushroom and onion every once in a while slice pepperoni, mushroom and onion. If I, if I feel like, you know, I, I am just perfectly that. satisfied with cheese. That's done right. And a good Sicilian that? slice, a good Sicilian slice. Oh, I love slice. Sicilian slice. Gotta, so, they don't have those down here. A good side so, or corner. You got to have a side or a corner. You got to have a corner. You got to have a yeah, corner. Yeah, but what yeah, about, so. uh, I, I, I got to bring it up. Uh, what about Chicago? Oh, boy. What about Chicago pizza? Oh, it's come on, pizza. man. It's not <laughs> pizza. Oh, come on. We get into it's this. Not so, pizza. You know, we, we have We have a friend. He's one of our online retailers, actually. Steve from, Steve uh, Boy from Frontline Cigars. And yeah. he busts my balls all the time about, yeah, Chicago pizza's better. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. He never <laughs> had New York pizza. I don't even know. Get out of here with that. Although, granted, <laughs> I never Chicago had Chicago deep dish pizza. pizza. Well, you, you can't. Listen, uh, so New I, York I, pizza, I thin, thin crust, thin crust, greasy, extra cheese, 
money every time. I don't care about no defense. Why? Chicago I differentiate. Now I do. I will say this. I do. I do like the Chicago style pizza, but you can't. You can't pick up a piece of Chicago pizza and fold it and I lean think, o- and lean over a counter. I think that's my problem. Is I have you have to eat it with a fork and a knife. I've never yeah, eaten yeah, pizza no. with a fork and a knife. Yeah, they're, they're different. So, yeah, different. it takes away from actually being a pizza. It might be good. I'm not saying it's not good to eat, but it's not in my mind. That's not like getting a slice of pizza. Yeah. So Jeffrey, who who was your culinary uh, mentor? Growing up, uh, well, I used to watch Emerald a lot. Oh you know, yeah, but <laughs> Bam. really, Bam. yeah, yeah. But honestly, though, I mean, my grandmother, yeah, um, my uncle Richie. Every Sunday, he was in there making sauce, meatballs. I used to sit. I used to sit in the kitchen and watch. I love to cook. Um, yeah. I was sitting there all, and then I would start doing it on my own. I was like nine, ten, eleven. Uh, my mother, yeah, my mother would tell you, you know, I'll be in there like sauteing broccoli rob or trying to make a sauce and i would i would cook for my sisters um i actually made a nice chicken parm tonight homemade Very good. that's what i'm yeah but yeah i mean just being that's one thing i miss about being at home and growing up was i mean my mother was always cooking my grandmother and my uncle was there almost every sunday and um i love that i would sit there i could stay in there watch hang out with them all day, cook, eat. Yeah. Great. Now, Chris, we're going to, we're going to get into your background here. So if you could choose, am I the, sorry to interrupt. Am I, am I the only one hearing a sound like a jet taking off? Are you hearing that? Well, it's uh, uh, we're having a storm. Oh, is that what's happening? Really? Oh, I, I didn't even know that. I heard that. I, yeah, I heard it. I, I thought like uh, I got a little fan on. I thought maybe it's hitting the <laughs> microphone, but I guess we got a storm brewing outside. So Chris, if you had the choice between a Diavo or a Penegale, what would it be? A what? What was what? the first one? What's that? The Ducati Diavo or a Penegale? So Ducati. I don't, I'm not Ducati. even familiar with those Ducatis. I, listen, the last time I worked on a Ducati, they were only up to like the 999. The 999. I had the Multistrada, the Monsters. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, that was uh, that that newer model. What was the one that not the first one? What was the second one that the, you said? Uh, Penegale. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard of that. Is that a newer? I mean, so that wasn't that, that was their earlier. That was the that was their uh, that was the model above the Super Sport, um, and that came out I want to say in '99. Wow, so, I haven't even seen one of those, man. I mean, I, when I was in the shop, I worked on a lot of 996s, 998s. The 999 had just come out. Um, I worked on a lot of um, MV Agustas, which is the inline oh, four yeah. version. Uh, that, that, if I can get any bike, that's the bike that I'm getting, the MV Agusta inline okay. four. I mean, a Ducati's great. I would take a Ducati on a track any day over any bike because of the suspension that it has with the Owens front yep. forks and this, you know, Brembo braking system and all that stuff. But if you're asking for the street, nah, man, inline four all day. I mean, you know, it, it, people don't understand. Ducati is a race bike. It's made for the track. So it's, yep. you know, it's the suspension system. It's the handling, you know, you know, they're, they're not very high horse. Like, that's why if you ever hear a Ducati when you crank it or, or, or you know, uh, hit the throttle on it, 
it sounds almost like it's broken. It's like clack, 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 yeah. clack. Because <laughs> it's actually got a dry clutch on it. That's right. So it's got a dry clutch on it, and it's a um, it's actually a, a horizontal V. So it's it's actually like almost like an L, the motor. You have one cylinder going up and the other cylinder coming out. Um, they're great for, listen, torque-wise, they're torquey as hell, great for the track. But if you're going to put, if you want to run on the street or on the highway, don't put that up against a Jixxer or a Honda or an Invi 4 <laughs> because it's going to eat it on, on a straight. Right. You know, once you get up to the higher gears and you're going, and you hit it straight away. So, well, and um, here's my, here's my story. So 21 years old, I'm working for a car, car dealership. Uh, it's 1999 and I had a fantastic month. This, uh, car dealership also owned a motorsports um, dealership and we got great okay. deals on bikes. So I went over and I'm 21. I'm invincible by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think so. I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what's the fastest bike you got? here?" I still feel that way. Uh, right? There are times where I do. And he was like, well, it's the, the new Honda 929 double R. It's a good like, bike. Let's do it. And uh, so I bought that bike on a Friday. I brought it back on Monday and said, I will much, die. Yeah, it was too much power. You've never rode a bike, bro, and you got a 900? Oh, well, no, no, no. I, I've been riding oh, since okay, I was 16. Okay, yeah, right, so okay. I was well. But <laughs> that bike wanted me to go 200 miles an hour all the time yeah mm -hmm. i just could not tame that that beast and i ended up getting a uh, i traded it for a uh, a monster 599 okay and that was a perfect bike for a while well because Still, like i said the hor the horsepower man i mean listen you're messing with a, with a japanese inline four it's all horsepower i mean you know so i mean you could lift the rear you could lift the wheel up without even dropping the clutch just by throttling it in fifth gear on, fifth on a 1000. Yeah. On the I highway. Lift, so oh my gosh. You could, you could go, you could be going a hundred and fifth gear, 120 and fifth gear and lift the bike up just Still by throttling it. it. You don't yes. even have to dump the clutch to do it. You know? So I, I get, it. I mean, I've started on my first bike was a 600 double R Honda CBR. Yeah, that was my first bike. And you know, it's also, listen, man, power is great. You know, you want to have the power, of course. But I'm going to tell you right now, and I, I'm not like, you know, uh, bragging or nothing. Yeah, but that ass, I've, oh. I've, I've eaten dudes on 1000s with my 600, eating them because they don't yeah. know how to ride. So yeah. Oh, yeah. you could have all that power in the world. If you don't know how to use it, you're going to kill yourself or hurt, some, hurt yourself or somebody else. Uh, I, I was a big proponent of, you know what, start off on a 600 if you can handle a 600. When it's redlining at you know sixteen thousand RPMs, going a buck seventy five on the highway, then you can get a, a one thousand. Until you can do that, don't even look at a one thousand. That's just my yeah. opinion. No, um, I agree, hundred so. percent. All right, let's uh, let's go back into uh, the favorite thing that that we love to talk about. Um, what are your plans for uh, trade shows for this year? So we've got TPE coming up. We probably have PCA coming up. What are you guys uh, planning to do? Our plans this year are nothing. Um, sit it out. As far as we're sitting it out. Um, sure. I, 
I'm, I'm a big component of going to one. I think it will be absolutely awesome for us to do that. I think we need to. But I, it's funny. Chris and I just talked about this about an hour before we got on here. Um, just that, you know, we're, we want, if, when, when we do it, we want to do it the right way. We don't want to show up half ass and not be able to fulfill orders. We're in a, we're in a growing phase right now where, you know, we started doing X amount of boxes per blend to tripling that in about what, Chris, like six months, six months, six to eight months. Yeah. Six, eight months. So it's just not. This year, it wouldn't be smart. I mean, yeah, could we do it? Yeah, we could. I mean, but to do it smart and to be really confident and to make everybody happy, there's no rush. This business is not. Yeah. Well, well, that's we're, we're in this thing, for like, the long haul, right? So. And and we didn't want to get there, and like like Jeff just said, you know, this is a balancing act. You know, especially in the beginning when you're a smaller company that doesn't have like you know just hundreds of thousands of dollars to pump out all the time and, and you're really watching your margins and you know this is i say it all the time it's like a tightrope you know you know when you get to this point because you know we want to be able to maintain you know the customers that we have so they get first first obviously because they're loyal to us we're loyal to them we want to be able to give them first dibs on everything uh now we're getting some bigger accounts that are taking bigger orders um so we're like all right let's bump up our inventory but you don't want to bump up too much of your inventory and use all your 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 liquid um, and then be sitting on it for months either. So you don't want to go too crazy. But then at the same time, you still want to have enough inventory to cover all your loyalty customers that supported us some, from the jump and still be able to grow the business with people like our broker, you know, down in Florida. We're trying to get We got another one that, that we might be bringing on board up in the tri-state area. You know, they need product to gr help grow our business because if we sell everything out as soon as it comes in to all our big our big retailers there's nothing left for the small little brick and mortar and, and that's and what's been happening and there's nothing left for our, our brokers to to to, mm -hmm. to 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 grow our business you know so you know it pisses the broker off then you know it, you know it, it prevents us from getting new accounts but at yeah. the same time we have to take care of our old accounts so it's it's a really fine Balancing line that, and balance yeah balancing act you know i mean me and jeff we talk about this all the time too we, we talked about that today too uh was like you know we wouldn't we never thought we would complain about selling out <laughs> you know <laughs> but it's you know usually you think it's a good problem to have and it is but at the same time it makes things more complicated because you have to keep on taking the money and putting it back into your company not We're taking profit constantly and constantly trying to just yeah. get the inventory up to to be able to withstand the, the sales, show. you know, yeah. and, 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 and the trade show. Like, yeah, if we go to a trade show and we get a big order, now we're wiped out and we can't sell anything to JR or Atlantic or, you know, Pravada or we don't have anything for the guys who really supported us. And now what am I going to go to them and be like, yeah, well, we got this huge deal. We're sold out, but you've been supporting us for three years since day one and, day one, and you, we can't give you anything. Right. Like, yeah. We're not going to do that. And you know, we, I do – I do I'd feel not like take the deal and make sure everybody else is happy. That yeah. Us, you know, and be I do feel you know? like when we do it the right way, it's going to, we're going to really do well. Yeah. I want to make sure that we are prepared for that growth. Yeah. I'm fully confident that once we show up prepared and people know who we are, they, they actually see us face to face now.
and see what we're doing. I, I feel like we're going to be in a very good position to. Yeah. Well, and it's a smart, it's a smart strategy because we hear from brands a lot and, and, and it's, and it's not even really only in cigars. It's in a lot of different product lines, you know, sure. handmade product lines that are out there is, you know, having the big online retailers like JR and Atlantic, that's great. And, and retailers like that, the, they they sell cigars but it's the brick and mortars like you said the the big the big retailers sell cigars but all the brick and mortars spread around the country they grow the brand that's what yep. we, we i always say that i always say we we need them we need their loyalty we need to be loyal to them 100%. and you gotta have products on hand so that yes. they so that they can sell it too yes yep yep that's, that's the thing that's the thing so 2021 we're gonna sit it out but we're we're hustling. We're we're still and, and let, let's be honest, Jeff. Too. Let's keep it real. I mean, another ma- and this is one of the, obviously one of the the you know things that you know helped us come to it made the decision a little easier was this whole COVID shit that's going on. Because yeah. I told him, I said, listen, man, you know we could try to stretch it, and maybe if the COVID thing, maybe we would have tried a little harder. But especially with this whole COVID thing and the restrictions that are going to be, I'm like, listen. If any year's year to miss, it's this year. Because right. you know what? Attendance is going to be down. We're going to spend all this money to go to this freaking place. They're, they're going to force people to mask gonna, up. Yeah, I mean, we're already hearing from other brands. I, I'm not going to say who. Um, you know, there's other band, brands already, bigger brands, that are, are, are bowing out. Because, you know, they're finding out the restrictions. You know, I mean, you have to, you're going to have to walk around with a mask on the whole time while you're on the trade room floor. You can only smoke at your booth. Or a designated smoking area. I mean, how is that going to work at a cigar trade show? Like, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it's you're going to be sitting there. People are going to be coming up to your booth. You're supposed to be talking to the customers with a mask on at your booth. You know, I mean, it, I want it. Listen, if we're going to do it, and Jeff agreed, you know, I want to be able to go, have it be normal, have a good time, have you know, the attendance at what it would normally be at or damn near close to what it would normally be at. Um, you know, the first year of us doing this, I don't want it to be like half-assed, like right. restrictions. Like we don't need that. I mean, we're a new brand. We need to hit the ground running and we can't deal with all the, the BS. I mean, it was different if we're an established brand that everybody already knows, or, but for a newer brand like us to go in there, not really be prepared on the inventory side to begin with, and then also have to deal with the COVID restrictions. It's a waste of time yeah. for us. It's a waste. Yeah. It's a, you know, at this point, you know, we want to go. Trust me, we want to go. But we want to yeah. go when things get back to normal, and we can really, you know, knock it out the park. You Absolutely. Know? So. so I'm. Uh, I just I'm smoking this uh, this Naturale, and uh, pairing it with this uh, Florida Canyon Nicaraguan rum. And I just got mm. to the point where I'm taking the band off. So tell us about this on the back that was a little that was a little surprise for even jeff Jeff, Jeff yeah even though i was doing that so So our 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 motto is honor respect loyalty and um chris took on the the not say the challenge but the responsibility of redoing our bands but we thought it'd be we had them on the bands before but they were hard to see the placements were off so we decided to put honor respect loyalty in italian honore Respetto Lealta in Italian on the bands. But yeah, Chris actually put, he, he got the, the Lealta and Respetto fit perfectly on the band. And when you open it up, 
you see Honori, which means honor. Yeah. And he surprised me with that. I didn't see that. I show. didn't tell him. See, so, see. Yeah. It was so good. A lot cool. Of, this just shows you the trust that he had. Like, <laughs> I, I told him, I said, listen, bro, just trust me. Have I steered you wrong yet with some of the ideas? And he's like, no, you haven't. He's like, that's why. That's your thing. That's your baby. The boxes, the bands, the seals on the boxes. That's actually my grandmother's tablecloth from Italy from that she made from 50 years ago. If you actually look at one of our boxes, there's a seal on there that seals the box shut. That seal, that design is actually my grandma, a picture of my grandmother's yeah, tablecloth that I was able to get, you know, uh, turned into a digital file and, you know, all that other stuff. But anyway, so there was a lot of stuff when I was doing all this that I, I, I wouldn't tell him. I was just like, you know, I wanted to surprise him, you know, and, and yeah. show him, like, listen, let me run. I'm going to show you and watch how dope this shit comes out. And, you know, uh, that was one of the things, the Honore. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, listen, bro, I'm going to add a little touch to it, a little something different, you know, put something on the I, I like it. I like it because so. some brands put their name back there, mm. but to have honor back there just really symbolizes what we stand for. Yeah. You know, kind of, it, it's very strong. It's a And, and you only see word. it when you finish the cigar and you take the yeah. band off. You got to yeah. smoke the cigar to take the band off to see it. Otherwise, you don't know it's there. So it's yeah, a little tidbit. Adds you know. a nice touch. No, flip. I like that because it's it's rare. Uh, I mean, there are a few companies doing it, but it's it is still really rare to see anybody, you know, take that extra step to print print a little something inside the yeah. inside the band. And I think uh, I know as a as a as a cigar smoker, I enjoy seeing a little something mm -hmm. extra when you take that band off and see something in there, or mm -hmm. if you see, you know, just little hidden touches like design elements on the boxes or the bands. Uh, it, it, it says a little something to, to the fact that you're willing to, you know, go, go a little bit further than, than just pumping out a product. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, absolutely. and this is what I told Jeff too, and, and I love Jeff to death and he'll admit it right here. He just doesn't have patience for this. He, Jeff likes to roll cigars. He likes to sell. He likes to like, he's like, I don't got patience for that crap. man. <laughs> he's like, I don't, he, the little details. Yeah. I, I, I just get overwhelmed. And for I, I don't, me, I don't want to do it. I don't want to. No, you know, that's not, that's not, you know, that's why he let me, he, he graciously let me take care of it. And yeah, please. Yeah. But, but even for <laughs> me, out. I mean, I have a different, way different appreciation for the designers in this business and the people, like, the, people don't realize how much goes behind that and how many hours, like, oh, yeah. it, just to make nine brand new bands, man, it took me hours with a design guy foil this line don't foil that line put this put that all the little touches people don't realize it you know i do as a cigar smoker i i i remember as a consumer you know when i was you know hunting unicorns down and collecting like i always appreciated the little the little touches you know what i'm saying it's the little touches man and all those little touches add up to a bigger problem because it shows the customer that you're paying attention even down to the smallest detail you know, and I think this is our product. We should, down to every little detail, have it perfect or the best that we can get to perfect, you know? So. Yeah, yep. All right. So let's talk about R&D for a minute. Jeffrey, are you traveling to Nicaragua or anywhere, any of the, the factories to work on blends? How are you blending right now? Um, well, no. So I did in the – before – when I first got in the business, I was, um, but when we started changing factories and changing blends, it, uh, we were in the middle of coronavirus, so all travel shut down last year. 
October that, that was our, to get there. Yeah, that was our key time. So w- what we did was, I mean, my first conversation with Terrence at Agonorsa was an uh, email description of a blends, tobacco, wrapper, uh, binder, filler, and what we wanted in, in a cigar. You know, Chris and I will come together, brainstorm on profile. So that's how we did it. We did it all through email, FaceTime, and shipping blends back and forth from the factory to us so we could smoke them and approve them or tweak. And nor- now normally, in a normal situation, yes. I would want to be there. Chris and I both talk, say this all the time. We want to be touching the tobacco, smoking fumas, and doing. But another thing that is was really unique, and it pushed me to do more of, and Chris and I, was to actually roll cigars here at the house, or at events with tobaccos we had on hand, to really finalize blends or come up with concept of of a blend, and then send that to our factory partners to uh, replicate or find out what tobacco we had at our, you know, we had access to, to make those blends. Yeah. That's how we really did it. Now in a perfect world, we would be there at the factory doing it, you know, but we had to improvise and we had to get creative. Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we had to work, we had to work with what we had. We had no choice. Yeah. Uh, you know, we want, we still, I mean, we're trying to get down there hopefully this fall. You know, that's our yeah. target date as of right now. We need um, to some way, you know, hopefully. And, 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 you know, it, it would have listen something that we could have probably got done in three days, three to five days ended up taking a couple months because you have to go back and forth. You got to say, uh, take this out or maybe add a little spot, you know? Yeah. It, it, it made Change things the rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like if we're at the factory, like you, you can know, do it right there. We're no Just master blenders. I mean, Jeffy's, you know, I'm not a master blender. I, I don't consider how, myself I know, a master. I, blender, I know but... about tobacco. He knows about tobacco. Like, we when we when when we put our blends together, like he said, a lot of the times we'll get we you know our own fresh tobacco and kind of put stuff together here and be like, all right, nah, yeah, add this, and then once we kind of have an idea of what we want or at least the profile, then what we that that's what we would do. We'd go back to the factory and be like, we want this, we want. This. So yeah, we're not just what do we what do we have at our disposal? Cigar, you know? Put a band on it. We know what we want. Give yeah. us what you got. Now, we know it's going to taste, obviously, a little bit different than what we rolled here because their fermenting process is different. Sure. You know, the back goes different, you know. But we different know. Rollers. Right, different rollers. Different rollers. We know, all right, if we're getting tobacco, Lee Harrow from Esteli, they got Lee Harrow from Esteli. It might be fermented a little different, but it's from around the same region. It, you know, And it's we know what close. it's going to be like to come together. Yeah. yeah. And I can imagine you know, that. You have access to a lot more tobaccos now with your relationships. That's the them. Yeah. Is that like being a kid in a candy store for you? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Even with um, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't even. Know. I'm still kind of like, how did this happen? You know, who are we? Well, I like, say it to Jeff all the time, man. I'm like, listen, man. Look what we did. You know, in three years during Corona a new partnership, uh, you know, just everything on the back end, on the business side of things, uh, the operational sides of things, the distribution, big shout out to Illusione, by the way, Brian over there, Tola, Howard, Dion, obviously, you know, them taking on our, our distribution. Um, you know, you know, I, I say it to him all the time. It's like, dude, like, like it's really surreal, you know, because like, 
we're, we're just the regular guys that like smoking tobacco like everybody else, man. We love cigars. We love the culture. We, love, You know, so for us now to be able and, you know, I, I'm speaking for myself. I know Jeff, I'm sure, feels the same way. But speaking for myself, it's an honor to be able to work with some of these guys that, you know, for years, I'm like, you know, in a way, like you look up to these guys, you know, like Eric yeah. Espinosa, AJ Fernandez, you know, Terrence Riley and the Agonors of the Fernandez family. Like to know that three years ago, we weren't anywhere close to that. And now look where we are now and look at the people that we're dealing with, man. Like we're humbled. We're, we're blessed. We're like, Holy, Holy shit. You know, we're working with some of the best yeah. people in the industry and we're, yeah. we're very blessed to have that opportunity and to, to have them open their doors to, you know, guys like us, you know, and give us an opportunity and believe in us. And that's another reason. That's another thing that drives us, you know, like me and Jeff say it all the time too. Like, you know, that drives us. Like these guys gave us an opportunity, you know, they don't give that opportunity to everybody. They really don't. No. I mean, I know they make a lot of cigars, especially Agonorsen for a lot of people, you know, so does Eric, but they don't give that opportunity to just everybody. You got to, somebody's got to vouch for you. You got to, you know, you know, so we don't want to on our end, have them give us an opportunity like that and squander it. We want to show our factory partners that that opportunity that they gave us and the product that they're giving us is, you know, is worthy of the opportunity and that we're going to make them in a way like proud. I mean, this is our brand. It's up to us. I get it. But there's some pride into like, you know, what? we're going to show you that you giving us the opportunity and the chance was not a mistake, you know, and, and we take that seriously. You know, one of the, in a way, yeah. One of the things I really appreciate was, you know, working with Eric, you know, it's, it's it's very entertaining. Um, but (laughs) it is, (laughs) yeah. But uh, you you know, we did one one of a kind. (laughs) We did, we did one blend, the Speciale, and we did one release on it. Um, but you know what? It was funny, and and we're we're at a point now, like, hey, if something's not right or we don't feel like it's what we initially intended on or planned on, we want to fix it because whatever we put out now has to be awesome. Yeah. Um, and it really has to stand. So speciality is a great cigar. I mean, it's, it tastes good. It's good. But it wasn't a blend that Chris and I were completely satisfied with, right? So we went back to the drawing board on it. You know, we went down to Miami, hung out with Eric, and we're like, look, bro, like, smoke this. Like, obviously it tastes good, but it's not special enough. And he agreed. He's like, you know, you're right. It's good, but it's not special. It says speciality. In Italian, yeah. that means special. So that was a cool experience working with him and being able to make, we're, we're made some really awesome changes to that. And it's going to be a, a brand new blend, new wrapper. The new new. I, I, it's going to be the, the new the new. 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 The new. <laughs> I'm excited about it. But just having that, being able to have that opportunity and, and then to, we had, it was a good cigar, like I said, but to then make it, even better yeah it's like wow that's i'm excited yeah very excited all right well is it i is it i think it, yeah it's time yeah. it's time all right I'm, it I'm is now time for this week's numero de los muertos oh and it's slow on the there it is and as always, guys, Numero de los Muertos is brought to you by Smoke In Cigars. So take just a few seconds and look at this spot about Smoke In's Cigar of the Month program.
so numero de los muertos brought to you by smoke in cigars garrett what do you have for us this week all right so as a reminder uh to our guests and our viewers and listeners uh this is a kind of a 20 questions type game where i give a number and you try and guess how these people have died and this this week's number is 52 a year and it's a five-year average and it is in new york oh it's in new york mm-hmm. okay all right so, so say it again so i have so 52 people a year on average die from this in new york all right i'm gonna name two guesses right now all, all right. right one subway car getting hit by a train <laughs> was it right out of the gate right out of the gate <laughs> <laughs> dude i worked for the subway system man i, I know backwards, bro. <laughs> that was awesome jeffrey wasn't even here for it jeffrey's taking a break yeah, well, Jeffrey, I hit it. I hit it right on the first yeah. time around, Pally. There's not All even right. a question for you now. So I got Jeff, it right on Jeff, the first. Right Jeffrey, the well, welcome back to the show. The, the right. over because Chris already guessed it on the first guess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I, we'll see I, if you can get it. I had a kid calling me. Right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if you can. We'll see if you can get it. Fifty-two people a year die from this in New York every year. Fifty-two. Yeah. Oh, oh, subway death. Shit. <laughs> too easy. Too easy. I told too him, easy. like, bro, I used to work for the subway system, man. You I actually just <laughs> knew that because that's a it's a thing. You know what my <laughs> second guess was? My second guess was going to be getting hit by a, a yellow cab. That I was going to say that, too, walking through the crossroad, yeah, but I think it's a lot more people. It is. It's um, it's like 85. I was so going to say. I, it's I did that one a uh, couple, couple months ago yeah. for somebody. <laughs> but uh yeah subway and when i was reading your your bio chris i was like oh shit he worked for the subway <laughs> <laughs> perfect or uh too easy and that would have yeah. been bad if i would have got that wrong right <laughs> that would have made me look really bad that was uh, honestly i think that might be the only the second time ever that somebody got it on the very first very guess first guess well and done bear got thank it you. thank you yes um yeah, so interestingly enough, uh, 2020, uh, it hit uh, 72 people. Oh, it was more. I thought it would have been less. No. So I wonder if some that's of those you got, that's is, No, that's because you got the crackheads pushing people in front of the train. No, it, well, it was, uh, Jeffrey's right. It was uh, It was an increased suicide count. Oh, my 2020. God. Increased suicide. Oh. All right. Oh, damn. Why would you? I mean, listen. I know it's horrible, but if you're gonna go out, why would you want to go out like that? Trust me, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, like, I can think of a lot of better. If I'm gonna, if yeah. I'm gonna off, dude, go, think sleep, of go, go in your garage and turn the car yeah. on, pal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you really want to get mangled? Oh, oh, I've seen it. Trust me, it's not a pretty sight. Do you really want to get mangled all across the 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 train tracks and no. have your 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 guts all over the place? Like, go sit in your. I, if it's really that bad, pal. Go turn your car on, put some music on, and drift off into the breeze. You know what I'm saying? I, I've, I've I seen know. the remnants of someone get hit by a train before. Oh, oh me too. I, I was a, uh, I was a, uh, yeah, first responder to that. Oh. That was man I stepped well, on brains. Well, and there was yeah, there was this one guy uh, who 
who stepped in front of a train and it took three cars to stop. Okay. He was able to crawl out onto the other side and ended up losing both his arms and legs (laughs) after it and survived. So now he's a quadriplegic and uh, that was probably not a good life choice. Wow. No. So uh, if you're in New York, just, you know, you don't want to get hit, but they, they, they don't, they don't forgive. Like put it this way. All right. Like we had this thing down there when we worked down there, uh, it's called blood and bones. So when you're in the, you're, when you're in the, the, the trackway in the tunnels, there's candy stripes. When you see candy stripes, that means blood and bones. That means you, there's nowhere to clear up. If you get stuck there and there's a train coming, you, you, you there's no little niche or anything for you to go sit in. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you know, so, I mean, that was a big thing down there was safety, constantly safety training, constantly, you know, having to do all different fall protection and, you know, uh, what is it, small spaces and, you know, it was like, uh, it, it was a lot, man. It was, it's a lot, it, it's a different world down there. You gotta, yeah. you know, I, there was a couple times I got into two, I remember two specific inc- incidences, uh, one really bad where I almost, I literally, I almost got clipped by a train. Like I had a run, like I was running on the tracks with the train, me and my boy, you know, <laughs> on our ass, beeping, beep, beep. And like, we had to like throw our bags, roll under the, the, the track thing, the, 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 uh, the, the platform, you know, oh. we almost got clipped. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's no joke. Those things don't forget. Like there's, you don't put it this way. When you get hurt down there, you don't go to the hospital. You either go to the morgue or you're you or you're good. But it's usually yeah. it's you know it's not like oh I'm gonna go to the hospital and, and get it don't happen like that. It's, it's usually you get away you get away with the skin of your teeth or you end up dead. That's yeah. <laughs> that's it. There's no in between. You no know? band aids. So, <laughs> no, body no, bag no. or you're good. Yeah. So, but you, well, it makes was, you pay attention. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You pay attention. <laughs> That's uh, that's this week's Numero de los Muertos. All right, guys, we got a little bit of a lightning round, some non-cigar-related questions. Uh, Jeffrey, I'm going to start with you on this first one. If you could hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes, who would it be and why? Oh, God, I don't want to hear anyone's thoughts. Smart <laughs> <laughs> choice. <laughs> I don't even know, bro. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to hear anyone's thoughts. Yeah, I don't blame you. What I'm about sure. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's a tough question. If I could hear anybody's thoughts. Uh. Wait, can I go back? Yeah, yeah, man. Absolutely. This is, I don't want to sound depressing or emotional, but I think I would love to. To hear my grandfather's final 10 minutes of thought. He was in a coma. Oh, yeah. But I remember holding his hand when he was going. I would have loved to him. I would have loved to know what was going through his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With his children and his grandchildren. And yeah. That would have been very significant to my life. And a ser- that's a serious answer. But yeah. if oh, I had to say right. as that, that would be very monumental, I think, for me. Absolutely. Well, going kind of a little bit off of Jeffy's theme, if, and I don't know if I would say their, their thoughts, if I had 10 minutes to talk, say even talk with somebody 
again, it would probably be my father. My father dropped dead about, uh, it's, it's going to actually next week will be uh, six years. And uh, I never got a chance to say goodbye to him. I, everything was normal one day. And then I got a phone call. He was, he was gone. And he died on the side of the house, dropped out of a massive heart attack at 60 years old. Um, so probably if I could talk to anybody, it would probably be him one more time just because, you know, I never knew that I was not going to be ever, you know, the last time I talked to him, I didn't know it was going to be the last time that I was ever going to be able to talk to him. So yeah. I'll go, I'll go with, I'll stick on that theme with Jeff. Absolutely. So, all right. Uh, Chris, you're first on this next question. If you were about to get into a fight, what soundtrack music would come on? Hmm. Well, it would be either be probably Lamb of God. Brutal. I'm a brutal metal head, metalhead, so uh, probably some Lamb of God, or or some old school, you know, Rough Riders, Styles <laughs> P, The Locks, Jadakiss. Those, you know, those that those are. I was born in Yonkers, uh, you know, so, um, you know, I lived Styles in Yonkers P. for a long time. And uh, I lived all over Westchester, Yonkers, uh, White Plains, but I was born there. My family comes from there. And uh, I don't know. It's just that old school gully rap that they don't, you yeah. know, this new yeah. crap is garbage, you know. But uh, definitely <laughs> throw on some old, some, some old Rough Riders, old DMX, you know, oh, yeah. You know, which, yeah, by the way, to... shout out to DMX, man. Oh, Sorry, yeah. You know, shout out to DMX, man, and that whole Rough Riders That was crew, crazy. Man. Yeah, I feel bad. But I love DMX. Yeah, he lived a, he, that guy lives a crazy life, bro. You can't live like yeah. that forever, man. That's right. <laughs> it catches yeah. up to you eventually. You're going you're gonna to pay on one side. You know, you're going to pay eventually. Mm -hmm. So one way to the other. What about you, what about you Jeffrey? Uh, Rocky soundtrack, Rocky 1. Rocky 1, classic. Four. Three, I the tiger. I yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey, you're first on this one. Choose one of the following: you could hit a home run as a starting pitcher, you could score a touchdown as a defensive lineman, you could score a goal in a hockey game as the goalie, or score a goal in a soccer game as the goalie. Oh, uh, you hit a home run as a pitcher. Yeah, which I yeah. did that. And, nice. And, yeah, did that a couple times actually. Nice. I was starting pitcher, but I could hit. Yeah. Nice. What Absolutely. about you, Chris? I, I would I would say the same thing because I'm a big baseball fan. So uh, I love sports. I played high school football. You know, I love baseball. Baseball is my favorite sport. I love that. Baseball know, is always. I love all sports. Me. But baseball has always been my favorite sport. So if I was gonna have to pick any of those. You know, hitting a home run in a major league park with a full stadium, um, I, that would be my pick. Then maybe, yeah. then maybe I would say after that, scoring a touchdown in the Super. What'd you say in the Super Bowl, right? Scoring in the Super Bowl as a defensive lineman. As a, yeah, as, yeah, as a as a lineman. Yeah, that yeah. that would be my second. That would be my second. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm, so I'm reading the comments. Caravia Hante said Rocky was in the first movie, Jeff. Yeah. I said I'm a big fan of the underdog. But he but he got up again and won. Exactly. Exactly. That's my story. All right. Let's move into this week's Notable Smokable. And as always, Notable Smokable is brought to us by our friends at Ace Prime. Ace Prime, notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. 
So, uh, guys, we talked a little bit about this before the show, but each week we share a notable smokable that we had recently that was interesting to us. It could be a cigar that's been on the market forever, that's one of our old favorites that we smoke for the first time in a while, or it could be something brand new that we just smoked for the first time. Um, so, uh, Jeffrey, is there anything that you smoked recently that you that uh, that kind of fits that bill? Um, you know what? Yeah, I remember we talked about this. I mean, I don't diff- I don't vary too far from the cigars that we make. Yeah, I do. I, I smoke, but um, I'm very. I love smoking everything we make or the factories that we produce and make. I think the most notable for me would be when we test blended the Speciale in Charlotte, Chris. Yeah. We sat down and actually got the final product, what the blend's going to be. I was blown away by it. Didn't want to put it down. Yeah, no, nice. that's good. That's really good. Nice. I still think about it. I'm patiently waiting for it to arrive here. Yeah, I got state. one left. I got one left. You. I'm, I'm I, you. <laughs> I got one <laughs> left. I, I knew want, it. And I don't want. I, don't I can't want save cigar. I can't save it. That's if I to, like it, I'm smoking it. No, Chris, well, that's got to go in. Uni, that's got to go in the unicorn cabinet now. No, Oof. you know what it is. I'm saving it for when the new blends come in. I'm gonna. I want to light that one up and make sure that that it's make sure it's right. What? Yeah, yeah. So that's why yeah. I'm saving that last because that's the only last original one. I tried our, to our test blends that we have. So I want to make sure when they come in that I could break out a new one, break out that old one, and, and see and make sure that, that the consistency is there. Yeah, so that's the reason why I did that. <laughs> so, Garrett, what oh. was your notable this week? Um, mine was on uh, Saturday night. I lit up a Don Carlos, which um, I got. I got a box of, and like you, Jeffrey, I just can't put them down. Um, if I like it, it's getting smoked. Dude, it's getting yeah. smoked, and uh, the same way. So. Um, that Don Carlos is just, it's a classic cigar. It is iconic. And that Cameroon wrapper is ridiculous. It's a good wrapper. Yeah. So mine this week is, uh, is, a actually a shout out to our friends at, uh, the Lazona factory and also our friends, uh, Juan and Kevin at protocol and the guys at cigar dojo, the, uh, the taser. So that's, uh, their, their latest special nice. release from cigar dojo and protocol cigars. Uh, cool cigar. It's got a it's got a double pigtail, so it kind of looks got the dual prongs like a taser, and uh, it's a good little cigar, definitely. Uh, so that's my uh, that's my notable. Shout this out week. to Juan Cancel, that crazy. Shout bastard, out to man. Juan Cancel, phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. Protocol, man. Chris, you didn't say what yours was. Family. What? Oh, my you notable. My notable. Um, what did I smoke? It? Actually, you know what? I actually have two. I have two. Yeah. Um, one was actually I smoked yesterday for Easter. Uh, was an H99 Drew Estate. Dude, I smoked. Dude, that cigar was incredible. I couldn't get many of them. I got maybe like three or four of them left. But I mean, it was it was good. It was a very good cigar. Um, that was one. The other one, uh, I, I wasn't this week, but it's been within the last couple couple of weeks, maybe month. Um, I'm a big retro guy. I mean, even when we did these new blends, I don't know Ooh. if you guys like you. You, our cigars are great, but we, you know, we focus heavily on the retro because both both me and Jeff retro a lot. So when we were doing our new blends, the retro has to hit, you know. Um, so when you smoke our cigars, no matter which one you are, make sure you retro at least five, 
six times, you know, through the first, you know, at least once towards every third. So you could change, you could, you could taste all the complexities. But with that being said, Prominent. but with that being said, considering I, I retro a lot, um, I got put onto this, this uh, stick that actually on the box says recommended to retro. And oh, it's, uh, it's the Daruma by uh, Steve oh. Saka. Dude. Yeah. I, it was an incredible cigar. I'm not gonna lie. I heard about that one. It's like toffee, that. and that's what yeah. the name is. It's it, it is. It's like a toffee, a to, like the the it, the the retro on it is incredible. It's it's a great cigar. I think he only makes a certain amount. Special yeah. run for that secret O secret O cigar bar. I think out yeah. in the alley. Shout out, shout out to Ronnie from yeah. us. Yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, a, that's, that's a, really a great. Set. I had it like two weeks cigar. ago, three weeks ago for the first time, and I was blown away by it, especially. With the retro on it, so uh, but the, but yeah, uh, those are two new cigars that you know recently I've smoked. That H99 yesterday was great, phenomenal, and uh, the Daruma Isaka. So nice. So that was this week's notable smokables, brought to you by Ace Prime, improving lives through fine cigars. Visit aceprime.com to learn more. Uh, so to give our viewers and listeners an idea of some stuff we have coming up here soon. On April 19th, uh, Monday night, our regular night, we're going to talk to Skip Martin and Mike Rosales from Romer Craft Tobacco uh, about uh, their brands and also about the upcoming Weasel Fest. Uh, and then we, we again have, just before that, a couple days before that, we have another special Saturday show. Uh, we, we got rescheduled with uh, Jeremiah Mirafell from the uh, famed Mirafell Cameroon Tobacco Company. Uh, excited to talk to them. And then as a very special follow-up, uh, on April 26th, we are going to talk to the First Lady of Cigars, Miss Cynthia Fuente. Nice. So just beyond excited to wow. uh, to get to know her. And it's a good lineup. We were beyond uh, grateful just, just a couple short weeks ago to talk to uh, Carlito live on the show. Which yeah, was, you guys are big time. It's, it was, it, 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 we're, we're not. It, we, but you he, are, in my mind. We, we we were we were absolutely blown away to have have that guy on the show and that's and, awesome, uh, such a great show and and it's such a cool family getting to know them little by little person by person and now we're gonna get to talk to Cynthia uh, on the twenty sixth. Um, so uh, Jeffrey and Chris, give us uh, all our viewers and listeners uh, an, a final plug on where's the best place for them to keep up with all the latest and greatest info. Uh, latest uh, and yeah, go ahead, Chris. Uh, uh. The, well, uh, first of all, I just want to thank you guys. You know, on camera, I know we said this off camera, but yeah, I want to thank absolutely. you guys. I know Jeff wants to thank you guys. You know, all all you know the social media platforms and everybody who supports us uh, for giving us the opportunity to come on your show, speak to your listeners. You know, uh, listen to our story, be interested in it. Um, and uh, so we just want to thank you for that. Uh, we want to thank, obviously, you know, all our supporters from social media. All Barrel Burners, La Familia Sindicato, Asheville Cigar Club, uh, everybody who supported us from day one uh, didn't know us from a hole in the wall, but was was you know willing to get on this ride with us and and uh, you know um, give us the opportunity to see you know listen we're a first generation cigar company we don't come from you know hundreds of years of tradition or, or somebody's going to just hand us a company that's established like we've been doing this from the ground up day one me and Jeff Organic. and all those. You know, and all those people who supported us, man, just know uh, that the best is yet to come. We're working really hard to bring this brand uh, to the next level and bring a product to the market. 
um, that, you know, everybody will be proud of. Um, and we just really appreciate all the support. We're humbled by it. We're humbled by our factory partners. Uh, we appreciate, you know, everything. All our factory partners, our, our, yeah. distri- our, our distributors uh, with Illusione. A uh, big shout out to Gabriel Paneras with Creativas Marketing. Uh, he, he's been phenomenal. Uh, we've been working with him uh, for the last two months, and he's been uh, a great addition to our team uh, and the value he's bringing to our brand. So big shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, shout out also to our broker, Smokini, down in Florida for, uh, you know, doing it up and, and building, building our brand down there. Um, just thank you to everybody, man. We're humbled. Uh, we really appreciate that people even have an interest in what we're doing. Um, I, you know, obviously I hope they like the flavor that we're kind of bringing. We're trying to do something a little different and, uh, you know, we respect, you know, the tradition, uh, but we also wanted to bring a little flavor to, to it and bring our flavor to it. And we appreciate that, you know, everybody out there is, is, is taking interest in it. And, uh, you know, we got a lot more to come. Best place to find our cigars right now uh, is Atlantic Cigar Company. Um, they have pretty much our whole lineup. We'll be getting the new cannolis uh, in a few weeks. Uh, but we also have a big, big proponent and support of us. Big shout out to Pravada Cigar Club, Brian DeSin. He's been a big supporter of us, him and the club. So much love to him. Uh, same thing, Frontline Cigars. You can find us on Frontline. Uh, shout out to Steve and that whole crew. Uh, VS, uh, VS Cigars, Cary Viajante, um, and you could also go to Sir Louis Cigars, um, Hunter over there, uh, another great supporter of us, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so just thank you to everybody. Thank you to our re- retail partners. Um, and just stay tuned. We're not going anywhere. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, if you enjoy yeah, just, our product, just get behind us and, and, uh, and give just, us uh, a stay shot. Tuned. Um, yeah, like Chris said, obviously, guys, thanks for giving us the platform tonight. Oh, yeah. I'm truly honored. And, uh, you know, Chris mentioned just about everyone I was going to say. But um, also, if you want to find us and follow us, follow us on Instagram at Amendola Family Cigars, Facebook, Amendola Family Cigar Company. Uh, go to our website. You can see some of our retail partners in the links that he just mentioned. Uh, we will be updating that in the next couple of weeks. But AmendolaFamilyCigars.com. Um, and we love we love communicating with people, so don't be afraid to hit us up on there. Share pictures. You smoke an Amadola cigar, post it. We'll repost it. You know, we'll reach out to you. We we love the love. So yeah. you give it, we'll give it back 100%. Nice. We're very accessible. We try to be accessible to our, you know, to our, our customers and our, anybody who supports us, you know? Yeah. We, we like to be easygoing and easy, easy to, to talk to. So Absolutely. if you got anything for us, man... Even if it's a you know it's a negative feedback, let us know, man. Because we yeah. cause, tell you know, Chris, we know. not me. <laughs> yeah, I, I always got to deal with the no. headaches. What else is no. nice? No. Yeah. <laughs> he sends them to me. Yeah. Uh, and guys, hang uh, after we're off the air. Hang with us in the studio just for a couple minutes. Um, yeah. well, before we go off, yeah, I, go I too, we didn't get a chance to really um, talk about these cigars because we're having mm. such a great conversation, and I want to eat this. Yeah, um, but as, I, you, as you can see, we're not shy. I was going to ask you guys enough. if you were enjoying them, what you thought about them, but I was going to wait till later. But, so yeah. anybody who loves, you know, coffee or espresso, espresso mm. flavors, uh, this Maturo, um, I don't know if it's the pairing with with the, the dark stout that I'm doing, but 
I get a lot of deep, rich coffee flavors from this thing. And it it's like is, dark roast espresso. It's like dark it roast espresso. Delicious. Yeah, and this this naturale is it's it's got a little bit of spice, but but not so much that there's just these kind of nutty woody yep. and a little yep. bit of leather aromas yeah. and, and a little bit of spice through the nose I on the get, retro. I get a little, and you tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, everybody's palate's different, especially coming towards that middle third, towards the back. You get the spice, the nuttiness, the woodiness, but I almost get, on the retro especially, a little hint of sweetness, almost like a caramel. I do Almost too. like a caramel. Yeah. I do you too. know, it's not yeah. real prominent in your face, but it's there. And it, it, yeah. it mixes with all the other the little uh, flavors. So, yeah, um, but absolutely, you know. So I'm happy you guys enjoyed it, man. You know, if, if yeah. you yeah. guys, if you guys like what we got, what we're putting out, all we ask is you, you tell people about us, man. That's it. Just tell yeah. people about our brand, introduce them, and say, listen, give them a shot. You know. Yeah, so. definitely. When it looks like you're doing all the right things, yes. you know, you're being patient, you're putting out a good product, you're building all the great relationships that one should should do. You're not just trying to you know, create a cigar company to make some, some money. Right. Um, it's a lifestyle. That, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so our hat's off to you. You yeah. guys are. Oh, thank well, thank you guys. you guys. This is a marathon, yeah. man. It's not a, a sprint. We say that all the time. If you think you're going to get in this business and make quick money, then this ain't the business for you. You yeah, know, like I Chris said, I, I equate this all the time. I say to Jeff, it's like the music industry. I mean, I was in a band for five years, man. And you got to love doing that because you ain't doing it to get rich, especially if you're in like a metal band or in that. I mean, you, there's not a lot of money in that, you know, so you got to do it because you love it. And this I find very, very is very similar. You have to do this because it's a passion project. You love it. And, you know, this community, the Sakar community recognizes, you know, frauds very quickly. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. So. So. You know, if you're in this game just because you, you don't really give a shit about it and you just want to pump out a product just to get it out there and make some money real quick. Or to say you have a product. like Yeah, right yeah. This is this isn't the business. This is a time, you know, it's like making wine. My grandfather used to make wine in the basement. Or, you know, my, my grandparents were from the old country. You know, no, 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 no. Didn't even speak English. You know, same thing. You, you It's a passion. You do it because you love to do it and you want to make something terrific. And... If you're able to make something terrific and have other people around you appreciate it, that's even better. You know, and make yeah. money off of it, that's even better. Um, that's yeah. the goal. But we also know that, like I said, this is a, a marathon. It's not a sprint. So yeah. we rather take our time, put something out that's good and quality, and 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 be and take longer. So when something does come out, people are like, "Wow, it took long, but this shit is awesome." Then just pump something out there just to get it out there and have it be crap, you know. So mm -hmm. that's just that's just the way we look at it. Yeah. Well, what's totally different from you know my family used to make wine in a prison toilet, so totally, <laughs> totally different experience and product there. No, mm -hmm. but uh, thank you guys so much for being on. Enjoy. Thank the you. Conversation. Can't thank wait you. to. Continue to build this relationship. Absolutely. Yes. Looking we'll forward. We'll see to you it. guys again, man. Whenever you guys want us on, we're we're always available. So just let us you yeah. know, hit us up. Maybe in a year from now, whatever. And you guys want to hit us up? We're, we're always available, man. You guys have been great. Well, Thank you. Thank you for having and us. And as and as uh, you know, the world starts to open up, and we're able to travel again and stuff. You know, we oh yeah, we're, we're open to getting together someplace and uh, actually sitting to got sitting down together and sharing a cigar. Let's do Anytime, it. Anytime, man. Let's do Let's it. Do it. Down. 
Always so down. for all the all the viewers and listeners, as always, guys, thank you so much for watching the show on Facebook and YouTube. Thank you so much for uh, listening on the audio podcast. As always, if you guys have questions for Garrett or myself, you can email us right on the website, howaboutthatcigar.com. You can find all the latest articles and reviews and things on there. And uh, you can also follow us on all social media at HBT Cigar. And until we see you guys next time, burn cigars. Not bridges. See you guys. Thanks, everybody.